This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. We got a Thursday night affair down on South Beach between the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to get our pick on the side and the total, along with all of our various player props and where uh, certain individuals may rank in our fantasy pecking orders this week. But before we get to that, uh, the expectation for the next chapter in the career of Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon, is not Kansas City, not Vegas, not the Green Bay Packers, but more than likely a return to the Bayou for the former LSU Tiger and uh, uniting with the New Orleans Saints. Now, assuming that is indeed the landing spot, and uh, assuming that you still think that OBJ's got some gas left in the tank, knowing the question marks at quarterback, but also knowing the clear path to opportunity with the Fleur de Lee, what would your rest of season expectations be for Beckham once he catches up to speed with Sean Payton's offense? Uh, I think if he can stay healthy, which is a huge, huge caveat. You know, I was looking over the last four and a half, you know, four plus seasons, counting this season as a, you know, a partial season. He's played sixty percent of his games. His body's broken down a bit. He's twenty nine years old. Uh, but if he can stay healthy, I think he brings to that offense something they desperately need. If you think about the guys that they have, they don't have guys that can get in and out of their breaks really good. That can work across the middle of the field. That can catch the ball on the run and hardly, you know, skip a beat. And those were all things that Odell Beckham excelled at. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't really a a sideline deep ball threat. He's always been a guy that's been able to to work in that in that short intermediate and even sometimes and across they, the middle yeah very across often. the middle and you look at you know marquez calloway deontay harris all those guys are kind of more of the one trick pony kind of receivers don't really bring a lot to the route tree so i think this could be very good i was looking to saints they have 61 uh completed passes to receivers uh tyreek hill and cooper cup have more than that alone so they are last in the league in receiver receptions by a long shot some of that is due to the you know the quarterback play and the system that they're running but a lot of that's due to the the talent of that receiving core so i think odell steps in there and is immediately the number one guy and, yeah, I think there's wide receiver three yep. upside here yep. in this offense. Yeah, look, uh, he's shown flashes of the past this year, you know, when he's been healthy uh, in a very conservative scheme. And, and you're right. I mean, are you really worried about Marquez Calloway or Traquan Smith? I mean, Michael Thomas, we know, is done for the season. And now we got question marks about Alvin Kamara's status. status right? I know. I saw that. So, yeah. I mean, look, the, the cupboard is really bare for – offensive weapons and you know Simeon I'll give him credit you know I know he's been a journeyman I know he's been lambasted and understandably so but he was putting balls in the money last week guys were just dropping him flat out so you know that was the issue that Beckham and Baker had is that Baker was inaccurate toward him and you know some of that was on OBJ he did have a couple of nasty drops but a lot of those throws were errant so once he can catch up to speed you know hopefully establish an instant bond Assuming it is going to be Simeon rest of season, yeah, I think he's top 36. I could put him in that conversation because, again, volume is everything. And he's certainly a guy that's going to attract at least, what, eight targets per game? I think that's fair. Yeah, seven, eight targets I think is is fair. If they open things up a little bit because they have somebody, you know, as a talent now in that receiving core. Assuming 
he goes there. Yeah, no doubt. Again, uh, not etched in stone quite yet, but uh, looking like a, a very increasing likelihood that OBJ will sign with the New Orleans Saints. All right, with that put to rest, let's get to the Thursday night match of Baltimore-Miami. The line on this game, Ravens laying 7.5 with a total of just 46.5. Uh, we don't know who's going to be quarterbacking for Miami, if it's going to be Jacoby Brissett or Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, but, Brandon, your best guess on how this game shapes up, again, with the Ravens favored by a little over a touchdown extra point uh, with a total of 46-and-a-half. Yeah, I think the Ravens. The Ravens are so good down the stretch. I, I was looking the other day. They're 19-4 and four from Week 10 on over the last three years with Lamar Jackson. So, And they just get – they seem to typically just get better and better. I think they cover this. Uh, I will say that this game is, let's go 30 to 20. Man, do, do the Ravens uh, get to 30? Uh, really, does Miami even get to 20? Uh, not knowing the quarterback situation, I'm going to say 17 for Miami. Uh, I'm going to go 27 17. All right, ten point spread. Uh, my game's a little funner to watch, but uh, <laughs> <we> both are. <laughs> well, you're over. Uh, yeah. And if my math is correct, uh, let's see, that's three, six. I'm under. So that's that's where the rubber hits the road on the 46 and a half. But we're both taking the Ravens to cover. With that, let's get to it with another Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, as we always do midweek here on the pod, props, props, some more player props. Uh, most of these are actual real props. Uh, I'll let you know the ones that I just pulled out of my ass. Uh, Brandon, and we do have one that kind of veers in a different direction. We're going to get to a little bit later on in the countdown, but let's start off with numero cinco and Mike Kosicki pride of Penn state. Is he going to pull a Pat Fryermuth? Also the pride of Penn state, a couple of tight ends making some noise here in box scores. 53 and a half is the receiving yards line for Kosicki. Who's been a top five fantasy tight end. Will that continue this week? Yeah, this is how you attack the Ravens. Uh, they are, you know, they are good on against wide receivers. They've typically been very uh, generous to tight ends and even to the running back position. So Gasecki with no Devontae Parker. It hasn't really mattered whether it's Tua or Jacoby Brissett. He gets it done as long as Devontae Parker's out of the lineup. And uh, we know that's to be the case. So I, I guess this is a big number. But I honestly think it could be upper 50s, even higher for Gasecki in this game. Yeah, let's see. One, two, three tight ends. That's it. Have gone over this number against the Ravens this season. But on an average basis, uh, you know, they've been very generous. 6.5 receptions per game, 74.4 yards per game, six touchdowns, second most fantasy points to the tight end position. Oh, man, I'm on the fence. Um, I, uh, it, <laughs> well, look, it, a soft it, it, over for they me. They also have given up 50 to Mo Alley Cox and 91 to C.J. Uzoma. Uzoma. So, yeah. Yeah, so part of it's who they play. There's, I think they're giving up. They don't, their, their best showing was 2 for 10 for T.J. Hawkinson. So they do have that on their card to their credit. But, you know, Waller and Kelsey both went over 100 yards. So, again, I think it comes down to how can Miami – attack this this defense and you know this, this seems to be a susceptible area for them yeah i'm i'm in uh i'll take it uh based on the viral video that kasiki had about a, a year or two ago which he threw a football over the house the entire house was open and he ran a straight line through the front door out the back and caught the ball oh that's impressive yes i have not seen that but wow uh i i'm not sure it's real but I want to believe it is. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what? Screw the soft over. Hard over on Mike Kaseki. 
number four. All right, let's move on. Miles Gaskin, uh, pride of UW. Uh, how how you feeling about the UW basketball team right now, uh, Brandon? Uh, uh, you know the the UW soccer team is ranked number one in the country. That's <laughs> that is my team. <laughs> uh, I think uh, in terms of like the bottom five college basketball power five teams, uh, Washington may be number one with a bullet oh. after getting clobbered by NIU. Uh, in the college basketball opener on Tuesday. But this is a football pod, so we digress. Uh, this guy went to Washington. Hopefully, it'll be a hell of a lot better than what the basketball team under Hopkins showed, who maybe uh, shown the door here in short order. 67 and a half combined rushing receiving yards. Pro this one from DraftKings. Been a bit of a Gaskin apologist over the years. Is he going to take the over here? Yeah, I'm going to apologize for him again. I, I think this is a good number again, but I'm kind of imagining it in my head. And this is a guy, Gaskin's averaged 20 touches per game over the last three games. I know. Look at that kind of volume with Malcolm Brown out. You know, we can feel good about the volume. Can he get the 35 receiving yards and 35 rushing yards? That's all he has to do. I think he can. <laughs> I'm going to take this very slight over. It seems like a low you know, cross, uh, a low bar to cross, but it, for some reason he's floundered, uh, particularly on the ground. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you, uh, apprehensively, uh, but I'll take the over as well. I don't feel great about Gaskin. I tried to trade for him recently. That's how depressed my se- fantasy season has gone in one league. That you know, I was I was uh, crestfallen that I couldn't get him at a deal offering T Higgins uh, for <laughs> Gaskin, but. Uh, for the sake of this wager, for the sake of uh, flex options everywhere out there, remember we got four teams on by, no Houston, no Giants, no Cincinnati, no Chicago. Barely over, I think he gets 70 combined yards against a uh, undermanned, really is, Baltimore Ravens defense. Number three. All right, moving on. Let's go to Hollywood. Hollywood, a man that is shunning downtown Yuma. Uh, maybe in a perpetuity, Brandon, and that is Marquise Brown, a guy that's been a top 10 fantasy wide receiver this season. Get the job done. It is really odd. Week in and week out where the sports books are setting the line for him. This seems crazy low to me. And I want to get a real feeling. line. I thought it's for real. Sure you were going to say I was going to I was going to. No, I didn't make this one up. of your handicapping. Skills no, no, no. This is real. This so low. This, this is, is real and it's spectacular. It's 56 okay, and it a half. Me. Yeah. 56 and a half. Daddy want, daddy need, daddy got it. I don't get this one at all. He's only been under this number twice. In all the other games, he's been way over. And the Dolphins have given up 13 wide receiver yardage games that have been over this number. I I don't understand. He is the clear number one in this passing game. Uh, I guess Mark Andrews could could make a case but as far as the receivers go he's never won with the bullet there and you know he's consistently making half of this in in one one catch you know per game so yeah, yeah god i don't understand this should be in the it should be in the upper 60s in my mind yeah and again the longest yards uh for his catch prop uh is at like 23 and a half so you're right it, it you know it's practically half of, of what the total is uh, look, he's lined up in the slot 20.6% of the time, so he's going to get a little Nick Needham, which is a great thing, because Needham's given up a 73.8 catch rate. Uh, when he shifts outside, uh, more likely going to see some Xavier Howard, and he's underachieved this year. 105.8 passer rating allowed. You mentioned he's been consistently over this six of eight games. He's number six in total air yards. He's top 15 at ADOT at 14.99. He's seeing the volume at 8.6 targets per game. Oh, hell yeah. Windmill slam dunk. A double sledgehammer on the over. Hollywood Brown, 56 and a half yards. 
number two. All right, let's go to a Miami Dolphins wideout. Let's uh, zero in on Jalen Waddle. Real line, uh, juice to the under, Brandon. So plus odds in the overview. Care to go that direction? Five and a half receptions for the rookie out of Alabama. Uh, whether it's Tua, whether it's Brissett, uh, volume should be there. But will the catches follow the volume? What do you say? Yeah, he's been under four times. I mentioned, you know, Baltimore is much better against the wide receiver position. It's weird. Jalen Waddle's sixth among wide receivers in catches this year. Um, I'd be more inclined to take the under on the yards, but I think given given the matchup, I think I'm going to go slightly under here. I'm going to uh, say five, uh, yeah. five catches. Yeah, five guys have gone over this. Uh, against the Ravens this season. I like Waddle this week. Uh, I've got him ranked. Do you have your ranks in front of you? If you don't, uh, you might want to sure. pull him up right now. Okay. I'm pulling mine up. I'll tell you exactly where I have Jalen Waddle ranked. Uh, by the way, I got Marquise Brown at wide receiver 14. I may have to move him up. Uh, but for Waddle, I have him presently. Where are you, Jalen Waddle? Uh, Brandon, oh, while I'm looking for him, there he is. Wide receiver 28 is where I have oh, him. Oh, look at that. You know where I have him? Wide receiver 28. What? Why? Every week. Again, folks, we don't uh, share notes before the podcast, but for some reason, uh, there's something out there in the ether, in space, and Brandon and I, through telepathy, just connect in this alternate dimension, and we're on the same page yet again. You know what's funny is I have him right in front of uh, two guys that are kind of similar ilk. Short area, um, slottish kind of receiver. Hunter Renfro? Hunter Renfro and Cole Beasley are, are right. <laughs> I've got Beasley, uh, Beasley 32 and Renfro 27. Okay, so I got Renfro 26, Beasley 27, Waddle 28. We're close on all those guys, but but that's kind of what you have to expect, right? It's yep. going to be volume, but I just I think of, of those three, the matchup for Waddle is by far the worst. Yeah, I'm with you there. So slide under on Jalen Waddle, five and a half catches, and I guess Brandon and I are locked in at wide receiver 28. <laughs> Number one. All right, last one. I pulled this line from Prize Picks because they do fantasy points, and I used to bet on fantasy point over unders uh, when I lived in Colorado on DraftKings. But uh, in the great state of Illinois, they do not offer fantasy point props, and I'm, unless DraftKings is not doing them anymore, which is also possible. But Prize Picks has got them, so I think it's a really good measuring stick for Lamar, considering he's just a smorgasbord of uh, fantasy and sports betting goodness. A guy that gives you a little bit of everything, so much variety. You know, he's like those mini boxes of cereal <laughs> that you would get. You know, the Fruit Loops, yeah. uh, the Honey Smacks, uh, the Frosted Flakes, all in that mm. one variety pack. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that mm. when I was a kid yeah. and when I would just basically snort sugar all the time. Um, so 24 and a half fantasy points is a line of prize picks. And it's one point for every 20 yards passing there. Uh, and it's more traditional scoring, four points per passing touchdown. Everything else is the same. Uh, universally across the board. One for every 10 yards rushing, six points for a rushing TD. But what do you say? Over under 24 and a half fantasy points for Action Jackson. Yeah, he smashed the over in three of the last four. He had over 40 against Indy, uh, had over 25 against Cincy. Last week he had 37 against Minnesota, running uh, a lot. He's been over 50 yards in every game except for one. I I just think he's going to get over 24 and a half. I think what what's his average right now is 29.3 yeah, at least. Money. On, yeah, depending on your scoring system, but uh 24 and a half is a number he's been over each of the last each each year as a starter. And this is to me, I if you look at the matchup, this is above average matchup for him as well. Oh, totally agree. Uh, and I think he's going to run wild again. You know, you know, added on to this, I took the over on 62 and a half rush yards. 
Uh, you know, Miami has seen Josh Allen twice. Uh, that's really the only true blue dual threat quarterback that they have you know, gone toe-to-toe against. Uh, and then the second game, Allen ran for 55 yards and just eight attempts. The thing about Lamar is he's running more. He's got at least 12 rush attempts in three of his last four games. I think he's going to be in the double figures uh, in that category. You know, Miami doesn't apply as much pressure as Minnesota did last week. They're number 21 in total pressure rate in the league, but they've had their problems up front, though they are improving in that capacity. Um, you know, unlikely to have Latavius Murray. Going to be some Devonta Freeman, some Le'Veon Bell mixed in there. And, of course, our, our guy Tyson Williams will not get a single snap. But, regardless, I think it's like probably 240, 245 through the air, one to two passing touchdowns. But I think it's 70-plus on the ground and another rushing TD. So, I think he sails past this. And a handful of guys have done this against Miami this season. Derek Carr had 27.1 fantasy points against the Finns. Uh, Tom Brady went for 41.9. Allen went for 32 in the second matchup, and Matt Ryan went for 24.8. So, uh, Lamar, who I believe you ranked number one among all quarterbacks the rest of the season, uh, yeah. will, again, shine under the primetime lights. All right. Uh, I guess you have nothing to add there. I thought you were going to back that up. Uh- <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm He's ranked number one for me this week. He's ranked number one for me the rest of the season. I'm all in on Lamar, and I have nothing negative to say or to debate what you just said. All right, so you're going to take the over on the 62.5 rush yards as well. Yes. All right, you're a smart man. This is why I love you. you. All right, let's see. Uh, let's put your wits to the test here, Brandon, uh, and add in some quick hitters here to round out the pod. Rashad Bateman. Here is a number I pulled out of my butt. The, it's just uh, three and a half catches on his prop over under. Mm, I'll say is Sammy Watkins playing. I think he is. He is. I'll say I'll say three catches for Bateman. I'll say I'll take the the hook on the under. Uh, so you got him outside your top forty this week. I I think I do. Yeah, just uh, I can bring that up really quick. It's close, but um, let's see. Bateman, Bateman, Bateman. Good radio. Oh, I actually have him at forty one. All right, I got him at 35. I'm going to take the over. Let's do an impromptu game of head-to-head. Rashad Bateman or the suddenly resurgent Brandon Ayuk against the Rams? I have I have Ayuk as the last wide receiver, three at 36. I am at 34. What about Rashad Bateman? Questionable at quarterback. Is it going to be Kyler Murray or is it going to be Colt McCoy? Uh, Christian Kirk? Uh, where do I have Kirk? I'm actually at 34 on Christian Kirk. So I'm I am at 33. Oh, we're very close there. Mm-hmm. So slightly ahead. Last one, Rashad Bateman or the struggling Cortland Sutton against Philly? Yeah, I gave Cortland a number 32 nod. I'm uh, just it's it's more hope than it is, you know, looking at the, the you know, the logical Yeah, the recent conclusion. trend. Yeah, exactly. Uh I'm actually going Bateman. I got him one spot ahead of Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. who I have ranked as my very last wide receiver 3 to 12 team league at wide receiver 36. What about Devontae Freeman? Another number that I pulled out of thin air, 49 and a half rush yards. Um, you know, I was just looking at it. He's been over in two of the last three I think this game, um, you know, they'll get – and I, I'm going to throw Le'Veon Bell in there as well. I think there's going to be two Baltimore running backs get double-digit carries in this game once again like last week. So I think Freeman will go over this number ever so slightly. God, I don't feel good about it. Uh, I mean, look, I, I think he's flexy, sexy material. Yeah. Uh, if there's a lot of lipstick on Devonta Freeman <laughs> to really enhance <laughs> the sex appeal – uh, but, yeah, I guess I can get on board. Like, maybe 51, 52, just yeah. squeaking out the over for Freeman. Maybe he falls in the end zone for six and pads the bottom line. Uh, whether it's two or Brissett, uh, insert your Miami quarterback here, over under 1.5 passing touchdowns. Can't get there. Uh, I, I can get the one. I think, 
you know, and I have them scoring two touchdowns. I, I'm, I guess I feel like maybe there's a special teams or defensive touchdown, a big play, Miami big play at home in a national televised game. They, they get something else, but I don't think it'll be two touchdown passes. Under. I'm with you. Give me one. Maybe same game parlay. Uh, I'll get yeah. one touchdown pass for whoever starts a quarterback for the Dolphins. So a uh, very unappetizing um, you know, matchup for them. Uh, even though Baltimore, though, was down a ton of bodies in that secondary. I'm just not feeling it uh, as well. Last one, Mark Andrews, anytime touchdowns at plus 150. You willing to fire at a ticket? Mm, I'm just looking at uh, Miami. They've only given up three tight end touchdowns. They haven't given up one in their in the last four games. So actually five games. Uh, I Probably I, I could see it happening. I'm not sure I'd fire off on it. I don't feel like it's a slam dunk. Yeah, and you look at Andrews. God, he's he's been kind of a seesaw at times this season. He's only got three TDs in eight games. Uh, yeah. He's gone back to back dunks. You know what? I'll say no. Uh, I'll say this: two touchdown passes for Lamar. One's going to go to Hollywood, who yep. is just shockingly used uh, at an exceptional rate inside the red zone, which astonishes me every time I see the number. And I'll say the second one goes to your boy Devin uh, Duvernay. Yeah, I thought you got a nice one last week. Uh, I can get down with that. And then how about a how about a rushing touchdown for Le'Veon Bell again? Uh, sure, why not? Uh, I've got yeah. him in uh, the Kings Classic, which is a fourteen teamer with multiple flexes. And yes, uh, I've been flexing him, so I will take that all diggity day long. And with that little gem, yeah, Le'Veon Bell scoring a touchdown. <laughs> uh, it's an appropriate way to wrap this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. Please follow Funston on social media at Brandon Funston on Twitter. Me at Noisy Cuevas. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, adios, amigos!